Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody. What's up, everybody? This is the Swolecast here on RotorGrinders.com. I'm David Kitchen, a.k.a. Soccer Dave. Joined by Davis Maddock. Davis, how are you? Doing good. Just listing up a bunch of $2 NBA Top Shop moms. So feeling feeling good about that. And uh, yeah, we got the puppy launch today. Hopped into a bunch of slow drafts. Feeling feeling like Pete uh, in in all my slow drafts. You know, it's it's a good life. I actually have kind of a confession to make to Slow Draft Nation. Um, What is it? I've kind of no. abandoned no. them. No, Peter, Whoa. no. Only fast yeah. drafts. Wow. I, I'm at about, I've done about 20% slow to fast, but I haven't entered a, sl- a slow draft in a long time. I did a few right at the start. I, I think I might be Pete, converted. Fame has changed you. Fame? What yeah. fame? This The same four people that watch Splash Play and Swolecast uh, ribbing <laughs> me for being late? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Um, uh, I would just like to say thank you for uh, thank you to Peter for finally showing up on the show. Uh, he, not only does he have a hard out, he also <laughs> went late on this show. So uh, thank you to thank you, Pete, for just making time for us, little folk. So appreciate it. Well, uh, it also like on the show, guest. Yeah, can't even make time no, for us. Yeah, uh, on the show, Liam was in here. Was here in plenty of time. Liam, this is his first appearance on the Swolecast. What better way to come on the Swolecast than to have internet issues? That is just like a rite of passage. So, uh, Liam, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. This is the moment of my career, and uh, couldn't expect yeah. anything anything less than just utter internet disaster <laughs> moments before. <laughs> I was going to ask you where this ranks, uh, like compared to winning the best ball Millie last year. Like, where does this full cast appearance rank? Well, I mean, up there. If you notice, yeah. the, the tweet I, sh- I shot out immediately was tagging you guys as best ball thought leaders in the community. Um, so de- definitely very high, personally. This is one of my favorite shows. I mean, you guys are hilarious. I, l- I listen to shows for comedy mostly, anyways. Yeah, and uh, you, you heard it here first. Chess Liam could not have won a million dollars without Best Ball Thought Leader Swole Cast Show. <laughs> Why are you listening to us if that's the case? Uh, but no. Um, all right. Well, as you're a hard, you're like a, a diehard fan. We should get you a a t shirt. How close do you live to Jacksonville? <laughs> 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 is that is that where Dan Bach lives? Because I'll yeah, go up there and, and, sco- and scoop it up. Yeah. Yeah. So. Every week, right, Dan Pete. Bach lowers his uh, his window and tosses another Swolecast <laughs> shirt out onto the street for, for the pores to pick up. Oh. It's only like a four-hour drive, so I mean, it sounds worth it. Yeah, um, um, yeah that, that, that'd be awesome. 
So Pete, are you are you trying to share something right now? I did share my screen. Just, just getting... in case Liam's internet cuts out, we can just replace him with this 80s jazz cup uh, here. <laughs> so I think this is actually just kind of really nice to know that we have this backup plan if uh, if Liam uh, video cuts out. Well, I yeah. was telling I was telling uh, Dave and Davis before I came on that I had a plan, you know, like the swole cast. I was going to have like a long sleeve shirt. I was going to rip off the sleeves. To, you know, for the soul cast, but the internet disaster struck. Um, so I didn't didn't have quite the time to put that together. On this show, plans don't matter. It's the <laughs> thought that matters about the plan. Uh, the actual execution of the plan does not matter at all. I think I just so spiked my underdog ring somewhere. I mean, spe- uh, Kitchen, even over on Splash Play right now, like Wait. people in the chat were like, does, does the swole cast have a schedule i mean can we just get to the bottom of this can we just have a set time that we can, can all we count please on? can we please have a set time the problem is this is like the summer we've got work events we've got play events like <laughs> next like honestly i don't know what's going to happen next week because we uh we've got a bunch of the uh the bc and some action guys coming into Nashville. So Rovell, um, including including Thursday. No, Rovell didn't make the cut this time. Uh, but yeah, so like the joy of this is for people to be oh cool. There, there's this whole cast. Like that's that's the joy of it. Yeah, we don't no want the joy. same totally. people getting used to a schedule. I like, did think uh, it was like Wednesday, so I was surprised. Would would Holka and Vetri in, in their threads? Would they would they be down? Would they be down with just randomly, you know, a grenade launching a show at any given point? One hundred percent, Davis. I don't I don't know if you've read their threads, but the key is to just start. Is to just start. Well, and you know, the we started like eight years ago. This, this show yeah. the show is nearing a decade old at this point, Dave. <laughs> okay, here is an interesting thing: is that swole was not entered into Webster's Dictionary until 2019, I think, or 2018. Is this where Dave takes credit for the word swole? (laughs) I'm pretty sure that we... Swolecast... Where did the name come from? Um, uh, it so, used to be called the, the Fantasy Insider's Daily Fantasy Football Preview Show, and then Evan once said you know pockets on swole this is the show this is the show where we get our yeah. pockets on swole and then that was appropriated so uh the name even the name even didn't come from dave but came from uh a guy no, who's no cast, the show swole cast did come from me well dave gave the platform but dave, dave silva, did give the platform silva is responsible silva's responsible for, for pockets on swole though like that's but the, kitchen discovered silva know, and therefore the intellectual property of everything he does for the rest of his life. <laughs> correct. Correct. Yeah. This is like is. the one time that kitchen outbitted uh rotor grinders uh, for Silva's services. Uh, so we, we were paying him way too much at the time, comparatively speaking, compared to what we were taking in. And it's funny because now that that payment is like a drop in the bucket to what Davis gets for a random Thursday afternoon show on the swole cast. Like when I imagine. remember to when I remember to submit my timesheet. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Dave, can All I right, do my get... can I do my bit since you don't really seem to have a direction that this is going in? No, I do have a direction on the show. We're 
we got to let people filter in. We got to let word trickle down to their. Yeah, because they're not a regular schedule <laughs> that they can play it on. Can you calm down? Even when we do have regular schedule, you big time us. No, for, I don't. For that is inaccurate. And, and, and it would be much easier for Pete to create the time in his schedule and to not have a hard out if he knew when it was going to be every week, Dave. Go Some of us have me. jobs. Some of us work. Some of us Pete have Dan Bach as our boss contractor. and let us play fucking ping pong, dude. Some of us got to work. <laughs> All right. Clip okay. Some bet. of us got to work. <laughs> I, I can roll with the spontaneity personally. Yeah, of course you can, Liam. Thank you. New swole cast, Davis, Liam and Liam in the uh, kitchen, two man show. Not every Wednesday, just whenever they decide to <laughs> just do whatever it. they want to show up. I want credit for doing this every week, though. I want credit for it. We skipped two weeks ago. But that doesn't matter. Other than that, I want credit. Now, what? Now, what okay. are you wanting to do, Davis? Okay, so this is the bit, and I wanna, uh, I wanna source this out to the comments as well. Um, I'm going to a playoff hockey game tomorrow night. I am a fan of the Colorado Avalanche, lifelong. Uh, obviously, not the biggest fan in the world. I don't watch a ton of regular season hockey, but it is an elimination game. They're up three-two against the St. Louis Blues. So I want to I want to crowdsource who would wear the Colorado Avalanche jersey to the game. So a uh, uh, couple details you would need to know. The main one being the Colorado Avalanche have a uh, Muslim center who injured the St. Louis Blues goalie, and predictably <laughs> that has gotten very racist and very contentious in. I was Saint wondering Louis. where like, the Muslim like, thing was going. A lot of lot of death threats, a lot of racism. Trying to get canceled to, early here. To 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 <laughs> Nazim Kadri and his family, so it's very contentious. And this is uh, an elimination game for the St. Louis Blues if they lose. So, what would you guys wear? I would never wear a jersey, so that makes yeah. it very easy to me. Okay, a nice Brian, shirt Brian Hooper, Brian Hooper shows up to talk down to all of us. If I wanted to be what? talked down to, I would have set up a time to talk to Brian on my what own. What was the question exactly? Uh, it well, it took a long time to get there, but basically, should Davis wear the opposing team's jersey in uh, another into a hostile environment? Stadium? Right. Oh, so like more, I'm more, ho- and and and. And more hostile than like the average like Bills fan going to a Jets game. Like there's like extracurricular stuff going it on, making it more contentious. It's take into account, Liam, that Davis is 6'3, 225, and probably not getting into this. Anyways. I played pickleball with Herzig the other day. He is like 6'3. <laughs> what a phrase. Just the old BBM uh, boys <laughs> just, club it, it, together it, to play pickleball. The, frater- the fraternity. Pickleball. What, is, what is the sport? What is the sport that there's going to play when there's three of them? Like when Bime Four wins BBM three, what are you guys going to do? Golf. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's golf. Somewhere. Yeah, it's golf. It's golf Watch. until it gets. Yeah, golf until it gets to like six people. Then you got to play pickup basketball. Oh, man. OK, uh, so to answer your question, I would like I'm also not a jersey where I don't look down on them like Peter does. Um, so when you go to a Titans I, game, you don't wear a Derrick Henry jersey. No, I I I can't remember the last jersey I own. I so I wear jerseys I to 100 percent of games that I go to. I I, I don't uh, think I I've ever the picture of you at a concert 
was it Kendrick Lamar uh, or some Fut- concert? Future, where you... when I was in college Future. and we all wore basketball jerseys. Yeah, that was I don't cool. own that many jerseys. I don't either. Uh, Davis apparently does. I would just say, yeah, you can wear the opposing team's jersey. Just don't be, just don't be like, like rubbing it, rubbing it in like other people's face. And also, just know that if your team loses, you're gonna catch some flack. I'm a, I'm, I'm actually not yourself. worried about that. That's okay. Like that scenario is fine with me. Like people jeering yeah. me as I leave in the losing team's jersey. That's fine. That's a I'm Tuesday more... for Davis on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more, I'm, I'm more worried. One I'm big more gathering worried. of negativity. <laughs> so, so what I'm more worried about is the converse where the Avalanche win, and I honestly don't know if I have it in me to shut the fuck up and not be an asshole on the. Way. That's more. That's more of the problem. Is I don't know. If in that scenario, I trust myself to behave. Yeah. Well, how big is yeah, the crew you're now? going with? Uh, small crew. Three of three of us are going. Are they small strong are fighters? They... They're both taller, bigger dudes. Yeah. Are they but they're, also they're solid. Fan? But they are blues fans. Yeah, they're blues fans. You've seen these so viral have videos two blues fans on yeah. either side of you. So that's that's it, and it's like. It's like it's People like just like unhinged uh, nowadays. Like that's what I'm saying is like getting beat up at a hockey game. Just it, 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 it. I think Pete said it best in Discord. He's like, "There's literally no upside to this decision. Like, what are you hoping to get out of this where something good happens?" And it's like the only thing would be if I happen to randomly sat next to the only other Avalanche fan in the whole building because I went on Tuesday and I saw zero Colorado jerseys. Zero. All right. I just I just need to say uh, with Memorial Day coming up. It, in this conversation, it did remind me of a moment when the U.S. national team was playing Argentina. Yeah, you weren't and... even here. You weren't even here for this. This is not your story. This is stolen valor, Dave. <laughs> no, you posted on social media, and I got really upset at you. Well, because you were just so... re- you posted a messy you in a messy jersey. Like who in the right frame of mind in the U.S. wears an opposing country's jersey like in an important match the u.s first of all it was not that important it was the copa america semifinal. but also the u.s men's national team is a joke and supporting them allows them to continue being a joke like that giving your, true. that's it is okay but we should is, be the best soccer where... team no dave give me my platform the United States men should be the best team in the world, bar none. And because of the way it's set up from top to bottom, we are like the 30th best team in the world. It, it's it's honestly like it pisses me off. Well, that is beside the point of you feeling it necessary to not just like not shut up and not support the U.S. national team, but to instigate by wearing the opposing country's star player's jersey. Like, you thought that was, like, I don't know what you thought. Well, it worked. Like you, so, you were so, trying to rile people up. So, PSU fan, Sean Newsom was staying with me for the week. And we, uh, you know, we're all in this chat with Empire Maker. And Empire's like, this is the worst line I've ever seen. Like, Arge- like we need to bet everything available on Argentina. And so, I was, like, 22 at the time. So, I was like, yeah, absolutely. If Empire Maker says, I got to lay this huge way, like, I got to do it. So it, that that's kind of that's it, it was like it was definitely a little bit of performance art, but that's definitely what fed into it. Wait, Pete, you have been saying much. Are you doing? Are you still doing a freaking 
best ball draft right now? No, I had to uh, make two dynasty picks uh, in the 29th and 30th round. Bailey Zapp and Benny Snell. Welcome <laughs> to the squad. I'd love to see it. Bailey Zapp. Bailey I, I got to say, this is so going your... exactly as I thought it would go my first game. <laughs> yeah, Liam? My first <laughs> Liam on the show. <laughs> what? Yeah, Maybe Liam, ask our uh, guest a fucking question, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Well, I'm just glad you're talking again, Tuttle. Uh, but Liam, as far as <laughs> Bailey Zapp's uh, <laughs> outlook, what are you uh, like? What are, where are you at this year? You think he takes over with with who? Bailey Zapp? Yeah. With uh, I mean, I took some Bailey Zapp in the in the underdog pre-draft, but no, I don't think he's going to overtake Mac Jones. I, I do know Wait, where he did got. Did you drafted. actually have a Benny Snell take on Twitter? Didn't I see that? Oh, Benny Snell. Well, I mean, yeah. that take was that it wasn't a take that Benny Snell is good. It was that we should probably be taking the handcuff running backs that are just are not getting drafted from teams like yeah. the Steelers, teams like, you know, kind of the Bengals, maybe even a Dontrell Hilliard kitchen. Do you and any Hilliard? Don't pander to the host like that. <laughs> yeah i mean backup titans running backs not really my thing uh <laughs> prefer to prefer to be the starter uh it is it's like the mike davis I, effect right where it's when it's not a super sexy handcuff then they don't get drafted even though they have the you know yeah. the same contingent value as everyone else benny snell definitely falls into that category could be could be okay, benny snell. Uh, could be anthony mcfarland too though yeah, I think it's. I think McFarlane is not a thing as someone that had quite a bit of McFarlane last year. I mean, I see that too. Okay, so here's here's my question because we are not even into June yet. But how close, Liam, are you paying attention to like off season off season training videos, players coming back from injury? For instance, I'm just going to throw a, a random player out there, like Robert Woods. Looks like he's looking pretty good. <laughs> Very random. Very random. <laughs> Random.org, spin the wheel. What <laughs> Could have been any player. Which, uh, which Titans coming back from an injury are you most locked into? So, I mean, I think the Titans are kind of in- interesting, and I have seen Robert Woods doing the, you know, the high steps. Um on Twitter there. But I mean, I don't know what's going on with Traylon Burks. If it's just early season FUD, I think it's reasonable that he, he got COVID or something and he is, is actually exhausted. They are talking about him. Like he is literally a cancer survivor. They're like, yeah, he was having trouble breathing out there today. So we sat him down. What was it? Uh, Yes. Two days ago, it was his allergies were bothering them. Like, yeah, his allergies are really bad. So he couldn't practice today. I would say the one highlight I did see of him, he looked like an absolute tank in a Titans jersey. I mean, he looked big at Arkansas, but he looks like King Henry size. uh, He he is huge. And and not to compare myself to Traylon Burks. I I did play rugby (laughs) in college, but uh, as someone that recently (laughs) recovered from COVID myself, I was exhausted on that pickleball court. Yeah, you know, so, it so I, I can relate to Traylon Burks. Let's just say you played you played rugby. I did. I I was a wing, so the fast guys on the outside. I'm no longer fast. I'm surprised okay. the Patriots didn't sign you to play running back. 
I mean, I'm the I'm that archetype, five eleven. You know, Chris Hogan always open. Tell us, tell us about kind of the locker room talk with Herzig after pickleball. I mean, what kind of what kind of stuff are the two champs discussing? Are we talking week seventeen correlation? Are we talking like recipes? I, I want to know what two champs talk about. Um. Well, it wasn't a ton of chat because you know it was my first time meeting him, and we were just playing pickleball, but. We talked a little bit, you know, I've been firing on all the sites and so I've seen Herzig on drafters. So I, I kind of know who he likes. Um, and so I was just kind of talking about, you know, like Alvin Kamara and Herzig won um, BBM one with Alvin Kamara. And so I asked him, you know, like, is this kind of like a reverse Martingale where it's almost impossible to get, you know, to lose money lifetime if you just keep on betting on him? Um, because he was the reason you won. And he's like, I oh, know that's not really what I'm doing. I, you know, I, I kind of like the player, uh, but it wasn't a ton. It wasn't a ton of fantasy talk. Wow. Two, two guys. Being a little of you, yeah. Of, of you two guys, like after or before I, I did. So I, I was gonna, I was gonna tweet Let's it out it. And, and, and say that we played for a uh, 1k a point in pickleball as a joke <laughs> um be like that's just lost 7 11 1k yes. a point yeah um, that'd be good content for those that know how many I'll, points i'll, are I'll tweet this out after and i'll and i'll and i'll add the joke even it's, it's kind of yeah. bad quality but uh so we, yeah, we you need have, to work the reason why the, the reason why i ask is that the ballers uh specifically mike and andy um i've never seen a, a jason pickleball picture but they are like heavy duty into pickleball, like registering for local tournaments. And so I didn't know if uh, if that was going to be something like how serious do you guys take it. Well, I mean, one, I think I have the ego to think that I could make it on the pickleball circuit. Yeah, I did. I did play tennis growing up. I was the captain in high school. So it kind of it kind of relates. Um, yeah. Again, the covid I was like keeling over for points and for those that don't know pickleball is like tennis but you don't have to be fast and i was just woefully out of shape herzig's good you know he's he's pretty good he's he's like six three so he's just a monster at the net um i can't believe he's six three i think it may be his twitter profile picture but i always thought of him as like kind of a smaller guy uh, Herzig is actually has the CD lamb thing going on where he actually gains a half an inch <laughs> every year, 15 pounds and half an inch. Davis, how, how jealous are you of CD lamb gaining a half an inch at age 23? Uh, you know, it feels like it would have been nice for that to happen to me, you know, just for a half an inch to be added every year would have been, yeah. I, I, I would, uh, I would sign up for that. No doubt. But he, he, they you guys, also said, he, you guys believe that though? I don't. No, no at I don't 23 either. who's 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 gaining half inch why my question is why isn't anyone calling him out on that just be like that is that's i not did like, can't today in the fantasy life my, my friends right? say i look i look taller i'm a truther yeah. on this one now i think this is ridiculous he also looks skinnier in that photo that he did last year and we're saying he's gained 10 pounds i mean this is absurd i'm not but, really been yeah, drafting I mean, him but i guess he could crush if everyone else is terrible on the Cowboys or, or if he just gets, if he just gets 15% more target volume, cause Amari Cooper is gone there. The paths to him crushing are, are pretty legit, but he does look 
I mean, he looks. This is like the inverse of that old Eddie Lacy picture. His you know? calf is so thin. <laughs> it's like he makes Devonta Smith look like he has tree trunks. I he, mean, he looks like Tycon Thornton out there, the Patriots wide receiver they just drafted. You may not like it, but this is what peak male wide receiver performance looks like. Uh, I mean, hang on. Of- Oh yeah, I was gonna. I was just gonna yeah. ask Liam your CD Lamb take because if you're not taking him in the first round, you're like basically not getting him in any drafts. Yeah, and I kind of do that. Just fade a couple players. I'm gonna have some CD, of course, but I don't know. I just, I just like Debo straight up over him. Um, I like Steph Diggs straight up, and I like a couple running backs around him. Um, but I mean, I you know. Thinking about it, he has almost no target competition. So it's kind of it I guess it's kind of like like why did Cooper Cup crush last year? It's not solely because Matt Stafford, it's because Robert Woods went down. And if But wasn't he crushing the, before Woods went down? Woods was also having the most inefficient season of his career before he got hurt. Yeah, like Woods yeah. it was Woods was slowing down. Stafford was good. Cup is good. And, and Cup was going to crush anyways, but maybe not score 400 points or whatever the hell he did. Um, yeah. If Wood stays healthy. You think Cup or, regresses or, this year, like, majorly? I'm in Like, he's good, but not that good. I mean, to, to, to wide receiver five, maybe. But if you're getting wide receiver five and they play the Chargers week 17... I'm going to take Cup, and I think the discussion is, you know, like, if you want to just say, hey, I'm going to take CMC over him, I think that's fine to do. It's a, it's like a high-variance approach where you're just fading a player. But I think it's more nuanced where you need to think about the running back combinations you get in the 2-3 turn versus the wide receiver combinations to pair with a Cup or JT. The or running the, that's the thing is that the running back combo is so better because I think the gap from T to yeah. Keenan is pretty big. Uh I I will say though that when I'm drawing two, I'm I'm like you I'm like randomizing Cup and CMC. I'm not just always taking Cup or always taking CMC, which means I'll probably end up with slightly more CMC assuming like a normalized distribution of picks 1 through 12. Um but I cuz I just I I just want to have a lot of CMC. Like it feels yeah. like being able to have 20% CMC in this tournament is like almost cheating because I mean, I do think most reasonable people acknowledge if he plays 17 games, he will score the most points. Yeah. And I mean, Jonathan Taylor is no threat to CMC if they're both healthy, but I mean, Jonathan Taylor plays the giants week 17. So can't discount that. And it's Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I feel like Jonathan Taylor is a bad one-on-one, you know? He's a much weaker 101, but I think the top, you know, the the 101, the 102, the 103 is much stronger this year than we've had the past two years. Like we're not taking an well, there's, old Zeke there's yeah, there's three guys. Yeah. 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 I just don't well, really want to go ahead, Pete. I was just gonna say the market is so much more efficient this year. We're drafting the three wide receivers, Chase Jefferson and Cup up there, whereas in years past, you're not getting that first wide receiver off the board. Even like Adams and Hill at their elite levels weren't going till one six, one seven. Now the market actually realizes, oh, these guys can put up the fifty point weeks for you when they matter. I still I still get startled every single draft that Zeke is not a second round pick. Like I just assume the market would just like put him right back in there. Cause it's not like he was markedly worse last year. He just, I mean, I, maybe he ran bad on touchdowns or whatever. Come but. August. He, he will be 
But also, I think the market is not only... I'm actually writing an article right now kind of on this. The market's efficient in a lot of different ways this year compared to past. You know, like even the quarterback position where we're not getting Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, Joe Burrow, and Jalen Hurts in the 10th round this year. You know, it's a, it's a different different cost. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. sorry, sorry, Dave, to, to steer the show onto some football. I think, no, I think, no, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm trying to ba- figure back, out back if to the I host. want to steer it back. To- <laughs> no, I think the, I think the one spot the market might be inefficient at is, I mean, it, well, no, it, it really would not be systemic stuff. It would just be player stuff. Like I would be like, this guy's off by a couple spots, whatever. But I think you're right. It's like every quarterback who can run a little bit other than Daniel Jones is so juiced up. Um, I did. I did see a content site that will not be named have Patrick Mahomes ranked as like thirty spots below his ADP, which uh, I mean, truly feels inexcusable to me. It's like, are people? When are people going to learn? Why aren't you naming names? Personally, my established the run, Davis. I'm not. I said I wasn't going to name names, and Liam. Why? is it, well. is, when have we, we, we not named <laughs> you, you? You don't. You. I, I mean, I would take Lamar. I would take Herbert over Mahomes. It, it's. It doesn't really? mean. It. I don't I mean, really. You could it, do that, not, but you'd be wrong. You're not gaining anything. <laughs> meaning. I mean, maybe, but it. In terms of a spike week, and and who knows? Like, I know the Chargers are going to be very good and their weapons oh are my very god good. this is like dude i'm gonna i don't think i don't think mahomes is bad by the way i think quarterback one through four is not a like not like i don't want to have more would, would, would it one. be would it be surprising to you to know that mahomes had a greater fantasy output last season than he did the year before when he was universally acknowledged to be the best would that be surprising to you to learn Davis, but, take off the Homer glasses and let's I'm talk not, about it's just, it, it's, other than Chiefs. But please. but even but even further than that, the primary reason why you want to be building with Mahomes instead of these other guys, actually, there's two. The one being he's going to be in like a 60 total in week 17. The other being he has way better optionality later on in the drafts than Herbert and Josh Allen. We're like you're getting his teammates and his opposing week 17 teammates at such a good cost compared to what you have to do to do like Rams chargers or bills Bengals. I agree that you want to be targeting the players that we know are going to be good in uncertain situations. So kind of offenses like the chiefs where and offenses like the Broncos um, where a lot of their players are cheap and we know they're going to be good. Um, But you know, I want even amount of Mahomes, Herbert, Lamar, just because I think he's personally going to be quarterback four doesn't mean I'm going into the drafts and being like, okay, I always want Lamar over Mahomes. Yeah, you're you're just creating a range. I mean, the the guy I have not taken at all, even Burrow, whose price I think is like the worst price we've ever seen for a quarterback. But uh, the guy who I don't find myself taking a ton is Herbert because I can't, I can't justify taking Herbert yeah. over Lamar, and there's like a it's ten. It's gonna be a big bust this year. No, it's just like Lamar. I, like if we're talking about true spike weeks, like Lamar. Lamar has a ceiling that Mahomes can't even touch. Lamar could run for four touchdowns in Week 17. You know exactly, and that and we want the spike week more than we want anything. 
but but Lamar, check out Lamar Spike is, Week for the Best Ball Royal. Can we mute Rumble Dave? Is there a way for us to mute Dave? Like when we're finally having a good discussion on the show, and Dave is no, like, "I gotta Dave, talk about the Titans or something." No, I like it. Let's get the Robert Woods takes back in here. No, I'm giving a plug for Spike Week. You got the Royal Rumble coming up. If you haven't seen the promo video, we've got a uh, uh, Peter Overzet. Are you in there, Dave? In there. <laughs> Did you not get an invite to the Royal Rumble? They didn't invite you? honest with you guys, I didn't get an invite. Imagine. Imagine not making it. It's because it's not super flex best ball. Otherwise, you would have totally been invited. Hey, can you, but but can you tell me like what this Royal Rumble is? Me? Yeah. I, as I understand it, uh, Rob and Eric and the guys at Spike Week are putting together uh, 11 other or 12 total touts thought leaders to compete in a in a live stream best ball draft and they're going to keep tabs on it throughout the season that's that's how i understand it so so you're in it correct i'm in it and there's there's also going to be davis that you're in it right? what i don't davis are you in it i think so <laughs> oh, what a i'm pretty sure that's i'm pretty rob. sure you're in it i'm pretty sure rob told me you were gonna be in it i'm down but fine for as a no message. Maybe yeah, I, I also think there's going to be like a wrestling belt that gets passed around each year. Mm. That's that's the extent I know, though. Okay. Yeah. It's no swag dome, but uh, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll <laughs> well, really, I mean, you it's, think, it's no if, underdog if you, ring. If you think about it, Dave, it's really the spiritual uh, descendant of um, of the swag dome. Yeah. DFS crossover. Yeah. So like we what is the swag dome? Uh, the story swag- time. Swag Dome, Liam, and and for those noobs that are um, are watching that weren't around in 2015, is I think even, we had. I think even, I think even earlier than that, no, Dave. I think 2014. 2014 and 20. I'll check. I've got. Yeah, both I wasn't shirts. even born back then. I know, right? So, um, what we did was we had. I think it was like 50, 60. I don't know, but there was a running total for DFS. This was like the first DFS kind of competition that we had. And if you won, there were 20 prizes uh, over these 20 contests. And some of the swag was nice. And some of the swag was like kind of not good swag. So it was like, what's behind door number one type of thing. Um, but it was fun. The best, the best part was the, the shirts that uh, they got shipped out. Pretty I cool. got beat. I got beat on the last day. Drew Dinkmeyer's dad passed me. Papa Cub. Uh, to- Took me took me out of first on the very last day. Yeah, Tough scenes. Tough. Okay, um, <clears throat> as we talk about swag and getting stuff, Liam, after you won the Millie, how has your life changed? A lot. I mean, I qu- I quit my job, um, mainly because it didn't make sense to work this year at you know for like fifty percent tax bracket. Um, Done some traveling. I'm going to go to Vegas to play the World Series of Poker main event. Nice. Let's go. Yeah. I'm going to have my, I'm going to have two channels up and running. Um, one is, is more of like a chess fitness combination where, you know, they, they kind of go big, together. Big, big overlap. Big overlap between <laughs> those still two. Like my bit. Intellectual fitness property. I, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they do because you, it's just the fact that you can't be good at chess and be out of shape. Um, and I'm talking serious chess, but you know, serious chess games you play for seven, eight hours and, and it's exhausting. 
It, re- it really is. Um, but it's not going to be like, you know, some evergreen fitness channel. It's just literally going to be me like playing pickleball or being active, just trying to self better myself. I know, I know some of you guys uh, are on this. Don't even get, kick. don't even get Pete and I started. I'm, I'm big on it, you know, like trying to get some yoga in my life, trying to, uh, well, we're, we're big on it habits. too. So we'll talk about, we'll talk about this stuff until the cows and Dave, Dave will write it up on his dad blog. Here's my yeah. thing, Liam. I hear you. You've been doing this parade of guest spots, talking about launching these YouTube channels for for literally months. Dude, it takes four <laughs> seconds again, to make a YouTube again, channel. Again, Liam fits in perfectly with this whole cast. Well, viewing well, thoughts about about a draft that you want to do uh, for this upcoming year, like you might want to host a draft, any specific type of format, like if you were to host um, a draft. Like, what do you mean? Like an underdog draft? Dave, like have a Dave, guest this on? is a this is a bad bit. Well, I'm just it probably is. Um, okay, let's move on. What have you purchased? Like one thing that you purchased from that Millie that's that you can share. I got this water bottle the other day. No, nope, that does not count. Although that is a okay. nice Gatorade water I, i'm not someone that you know really likes material things too much i'm more of an experienced man so i, I went skiing in vale colorado and that oh, was vale is vale big. is amazing yeah um, Wait, the guy that keeps that showing us his underdog ring is it much of a you know <laughs> physical thing guy? uh pete th- i have this appraised it's two hundred thousand dollars real diamonds gold um uh, 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 so uh liam you said you you were bragging before the show. You have a high performance laptop. Is that did you get that after you won the millie? No, actually, I got that before did I Silva, won the millie. Did Silva sell it to I, you? My old, my old that was good. I Dave. actually got it. I and Pete's gonna like this. I actually got it to stream because you know, for those who don't know, I kind of got my start in the in the fantasy world being Pete's chess coach, yeah. and um. My, my, my computer couldn't handle the streams and I've been, I've been wanting to do the chess thing for a while. Yeah. It got a big boom over, um, the Queens gambit. And then, you know, like I love fantasy football, so more of a passion project and, you know, it, it's just an honor to be with the Titans of the industry. Pete, he never could have won a million dollars. He, he never could have won a million dollars without coming on your stream to teach you how to play. Shout chess. out Chromebooks. No. Well, this is the thing that's so perverted about that is Liam was my chess coach. I was his best ball coach, and clearly one of us did our job because I suck. <laughs> <laughs> See, Pete, chess is a game that teaches you things about life, and I was trying to really hit home life teaching to you that di- didn't quite land okay. quite yet. You did have All a right. hard talk with me about rage quitting chess masses, which really resonated with me, and I think I entered a more zen state after that combo. So... I just thinking about this out loud here, the butterfly effect. If mm. I hadn't have found <laughs> Pete and brought yeah, Pete yes. onto the show, I'm following. Where, where then he, by his own accord, he his own merits, he does good. You find him, you win the million from his coaching. Ah. <laughs> Wow. Well, That's well, it. let me bring you back, Dave, actually, because, yeah. you know, I'm someone who's played poker for, you know, large portion of my life. Yeah. And 
I wouldn't have found you guys if I didn't find the mans four years ago or whenever when I, you know, because I was watching the mans and then COVID hit and I, and I never had, I never had Twitter. I wasn't into like the fantasy football Twitter, anything like that. And I was like, holy shit is the mans doing fantasy football stuff. Cause I thought those old man's videos were so funny because they were uh, like stacking the white chips up. Man's in, man's in man's super fan, Chess Liam. Yeah, and well, go ahead, Pete. No, I'm saying now you're setting up Kitchen to take credit for this again because Kitchen is going to say that um, he gave Man's, you know, the platform with the Swolecast audition tape audition? to launch him. Yeah, yes. so, I mean it's really like the, the, the butterfly effects from all this is amazing. Yes, yes, and it I all mean, comes I, from David Kitchen, really. Well. No, not all of but, it, but like certainly, certainly like the seed has been planted. You know, the if we're going back to the farming, you've got to you got to prepare the soil. And that's kind of what I what I did. And and you guys are taking care of the crops, you know, so um, kudos to you. And I, I would like to admit that I watched a man's poker episode. I think I watched like the whole thing one random night like two weeks ago. So, Wait, when were you? On was that like a midlife go? crisis type thing, or it was on? It, it was on YouTube. Uh, it was like a suggested video after I watched the video, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna." The Jennifer, I'd already game? seen it. It was the Tilly one, yeah, okay. and I'd already seen it before, but like, it was still so good, and it was, uh, it was such a work of art. Like, <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about butterfly effects? Becoming the man's is the ultimate butterfly effect. Pete, it really did change your life becoming the man's. Yeah, I know. I should I should quit all this shit and just go back the to best, being the man's the best exclusively. Part about, <laughs> the best part about the man's was when Peter came to the Super Bowl party and like uh Big T was still calling him man's instead of Pete. Like he thought his Levitan name was still... and those guys still call me man's every time, like reflexively. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. All right. Um, Liam, some more best ball questions getting back. By the way, if you have a question, feel free to ask it in the chat and uh, we, we might please, please. Uh, yes, this is my favorite kitchen bit. Um, <laughs> as far as your lineups, like your roster construction, now your players, your exposures now, <laughs> how much different will it be now compared to the beginning of the season? Like as we get closer to the season, like are though are there guys that like if they become too popular that you've been on that you will just pivot from because of game theory, or are you just like tight group of players that you like and stacks? If a player, I think it really depends how high of a ADP the player jumps. You know, if a player goes from the tenth round to the eighth, eighth round, that's really not that different um, of a contexture. To, to keep taking them. If a player goes from the 14th round to the fourth round or whatever Daryl Henderson did last year, I'm not taking that player. Yeah. Um, be, you know, just because I think it's hard to beat the old teams once they get matched up in the playoffs. And I, you know, once you draft the whole off season, like I do, it's really about getting exposure to players. Once they drop, if you didn't like them, you know, like for example, yeah, I was not taking DeAndre Swift last year when he was around one or two pick early, and then he dropped to the fourth round or something, 
after a ship chasing stream and I was getting DeAndre <laughs> Swift. <laughs> um, and so it's a, you know, I don't really like look at my exposures too much and, and, and change how I act. I'll look at a player or two and be like, Oh, I've not been, I've not been getting them. I'll try to work them in a little bit more, but I'm kind of an organic, just let's fire a draft, see what happens. And if I like a player, I'm going to take them. And if I'm wrong, I lose just like almost every other year. Sounds like you're on, you're kind of on team hand build. Well, you literally uh, have yeah. to hand build these drafts. So you, 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 there's, there's no other, I mean, you could just auto it down. I'm not doing that. Well, no, like you, you're going by your guts. You're kind of going by who you're feeling at the time. Like if you feel like you don't have a guy, there's no spreadsheet that you are drafting completely off of. I no, like definitely it. not. And, and not rankings either. Um, yeah. You know, like I think it's good to, to know rankings, look at rankings, but I care for underdog specifically where you can't have rankings and ADP. I care way more about the ADP than I do the rankings. And I, and I know if a player's jumped in cost. All right, Liam question for you. Good for best ball, ultimately long-term or bad for best ball. If we had say like an optimizer type tool for autopilot, which allowed you to add in more, you know, rules as far as player exposure, stacking rules. Stacking, into, yeah. Yeah. Would Ter- terrible. I think it's terrible. And, and I'll give myself an example. Part of the reason I like firing in these best ball drafts is I know the sharks of the DFS industry, people like Osimo, people like Justin McMahon or however you say that, like they auto draft, they auto draft all of their best balls. So they're they're like dead water in high stakes, and in you know like you don't have to worry about these crushers in the best ball lobby. So I don't want to see those tools exist. I don't even you know like underdog is more friendly to the big whales or the big sharks than DraftKings is because underdog you can at least say hey I want Set two quarterbacks five yeah. yeah DraftKings they're they're gonna give you four quarterbacks every time they're gonna. You know, and you just know they're auto drafting. Um, so okay, I don't think so it will be great for the industry. I'm, I'm going to ask you some questions. Feel free to not answer them. Sure. Would you rather go against a Herzig auto draft or a Justin McMahone auto draft? Um, I don't Probably the exact have ex- same rankings. I don't have experience with like Herzig in high stakes. Um, yeah. auto drafts and I don't think he does like he auto draft did the puppy as like an experiment and for fun right um, so probably just like I think Justin's really sharp I think what he does is sharp but I think he views best ball as a fun little thing as like a tax write-off so I'd rather go yeah. against him he copied fantasy insiders and created daily fantasy insiders so I don't know anything Justin about Mac Mahone B is my question all right, next question. Uh, <clears throat> you have to go up in a best ball draft against mm-hmm. Peter, Eric, Leone, and Davis. Who would you rather face the most? <laughs> Whoever thinks the most differently from me. No, no. Leone is not. Leone, Leone no, Davis, the most Davis from you? you are not who I'm asking here. I don't know. Leone liked my tweet on Juju Smith Schuster and, the, and then unliked the it. And then tweeted the out a thread about out of, that, out of that group. 
I, Peter? You know, I have no problem becoming a heel to, to some yeah. of these people if that's what you're trying to build me up to, but I think they're all pretty sharp. Um, and so not none of them. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I don't have any more questions after that. I was... I was really hoping we get a little something more juicy than that. Peter, do you have um, any questions? Yeah. If you had to hang out with <laughs> David Kitchen or Justin Mamam, who would you rather go have a beer with? David Kitchen, 100%. You know, okay, like I think David's hilarious. I, I think you. we'd be great friends in real life. We are friends. Uh, um, after you said that, we are we are good friends. No, no <laughs> shots to Justin, <laughs> right? Although you did say he wasn't very sharp just now, uh, or a few seconds that's ago. Not that's not what I said. That's what you said. Well, that's what the tweet will say. All right. Um, <laughs> as far as I I want to give off a little bit of a hot take. Yesterday okay. was at my daughter's preschool graduation ceremony, whatever it is. Harold Landry was a few rows behind me. For those of you that don't know, like Davis, you know who Harold Landry is? He's an edge rusher for the Titans. Oh, wow. Someone's been doing their homework. Didn't That's even first. look up. That's called Didn't even look I, up. I bet I bet on him to win offensive rookie of the year, his rookie year, because he was like 26 offensive. Or whatever. <laughs> or offensive rookie year. <laughs> And he was he was a fullback touchdowns. Well, no, he was a he was a second round pick. Um, I don't remember. There was some there was some reason why I did it that was sharp at the time, but he didn't end up winning. But he did sign an eighty seven million dollar contract. And so a loan. No, I, I didn't. Him, I, I have this great idea. It's like daily fantasy sports, but there are going to be teams, and I we're going to build the site, and you're going to be able to pick your team. You were hitting I him up for cool. a speed round. I played it cool, and um, did you ask him any me. questions? Like, no, I, what's I, I the didn't. Deal with I didn't but, but here's the no, because he he actually skip is like in the in the news for skipping OTAs, but I didn't ask him anything. We, you know, you did the typical dad head nod thing. Hi, how's it going? They're so cute. You know, whatever. But my hot take is this. He did not look like someone that would be, like, dominant in the NFL. Like, I was kind of surprised seeing him in real life without pads. This is the worst knowing... five minutes in this show's history. Davis, <laughs> you, you already did a, a jersey a jersey, a hockey jersey bit on this yeah, show. Hard to be terrible. worse than the first 10 minutes of the show. But anyways, we found I thought like Harold Landry, he just looked he just looked kind of like a normal, like swole guy. Like nothing. So nothing are you about asking it. of the three of you who I think would be an NFL edge rusher? <laughs> and well, who pe- looks more like a normal swell guy? It just struck me as interesting that a guy who just signed is one of the most dominant players in the NFL did not look like physically what you would think he would be. Is like he one of the most important. dominant players in the NFL? He's got 31 sacks in four seasons. He just signed a deal for $87 million, Davis. Well, Titans will give money to anyone. They trade a second. <laughs> Miller, Miller is like 34 yeah. and got not to AJ that. Brown. I didn't give money to AJ Brown. All right. 
Okay. Was, was there uh, a question there, or was there just a just no a remark? No, that was a his, statement. His hot his okay. hot take was that Harold Landry looks small, and that Harold Landry uh, needs I, to get. I, I, have just, I have a question. Yeah, you know, as a as a new person to Twitter, as someone there is counts growing a little bit here. I've gotten some some haters on my tweets. Mute How do we handle these? Mute, mute everybody. Are we blocking? Are yeah. we muting? Never are we block. Mute? No, blocking. Never, never block. What? Do, what? No, no, blocking. Safest move. That's blocking gives move. them. Blocking gives them content. Mute. They will be shouting into the void for the rest of the time. I recently also did a setting on my because it I, it started because of all the spam stuff. You know, you're getting like the, all the NFT spam uh, tags. Yeah. Um, and I turned off, I don't get notifications if you don't follow me, which has also really cleaned things up as well. Mm. Ooh. So, but mute, mute's the play, Lamb. The mute is. So, uh, so I, I went with a block for these two dudes. Do I unblock now or is it just too late? No, it's, yeah. it's too late. Unblock and mute. So no, Liam, this is, this is what I do. If, if, if I click on their account and they have like 10 followers or whatever, like they're like a no one, I will just block them. <laughs> But if if they're if they're an account that's like active or whatever, I will just I will just mute them. I mean, like these guys just no shots that they weren't very bright. They were just very misinterpreting what I was saying. You know, like was David. I don't know if you know this, but I had like sixty percent Gabriel Davis, and then was making a tweet trying to help the community. Like, hey, here's my lineup <laughs> last year. Here's how many points it scored, and they're like. And Gabriel Davis was not on my winning team, even though I had him on most of my teams. So they're like, this yeah. idiot said to draft only Gabriel Davis and didn't even blah, blah, yeah. blah. That's the Sean Siegel. Oh, it's you curious. You say you like zero RB, but you won your tournament with Jamal Charles. Therefore, the entire <laughs> idea does not work. <laughs> yeah, so Davis, um, Davis block so went through like a phase. Listen to Davis, because he went through a phase where he just blocked everybody. If he didn't like, and he, he would like preempt it, preemptively block people where even if he didn't like i'll block you i'll block you if you like a tweet making fun of me <laughs> right or like if he didn't agree with like no need viewpoint. for the negative energy i like it yeah so like that's and then what did he do now he's muting people so that again we're seeing davis mature every year and experience personal growth so yeah you just mute people and if you don't acknowledge them it eats them up if they tweet yeah. at you and you don't acknowledge them, I uh, will eat them up. So sometimes I log into my burner account just to see, like if I have a tweet <laughs> that's got like a lot of responses. There is there is this one account that I've had muted for years who still tweets at me all the time. Like now, I think most people get the hint, but there is this one account where I am so far under this guy's skin, he like can't believe, and I haven't responded to him in years, you know, and he just- Well, that's the- that's the main thing is like I think there's a certain like a quite a bit of people in the fantasy football space who are frankly unhinged and <laughs> you know so like true. I'm gonna go I'm gonna like go to the FFPC and do these lives drafts and I don't need some crazy lunatic being like you blocked me on Twitter. Here's or, the thing: or, they're all pussies and they're all keyboard warriors who have will yeah, not have they're, like say anything to in real life. We go to the yeah. ship chasing drafts. They all talk about us behind their back, and then they be oh, so nice to meet you, Peter. <laughs> yeah, like like these guys, these guys, these guys who hate hate the zero RB guys and who like I've been I so I'm in an FFPC grinders DM thread. And I mean, it's at least twice a week they get themselves all into a tiffy about Sean at least twice a week. And Sean doesn't even have Twitter and these guys lose their minds. It's, it's so funny to me. 
Uh, at Chess Liam is Liam's handle. He only has a eight hundred and sixty-six. Okay, I don't like how you said only. I'm like plus well, two hundred in a month. You'd have more if you were blocking those two David. guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not even the four figure club, but I'm getting to it. If you if you let me finish, Liam. Uh, okay. Taking after Davis, I would say that like it is inexcusable for you to have less than a thousand followers. Like we got to mm -hmm. get you to the comma club. So follow <laughs> Liam at Chess Liam. Um, Liam, if you will create a thread on how you won the BBM, imagine oh. not following a guy with this as his profile picture. <laughs> Gotta have the dogs. If, if, the you dogs. Will, if you will create a eight thread tweet on how you won and then follow it up with, if you like this, make sure you like, uh, or make sure you follow my account and retweet then you will get over a thousand people and are I'm we trying to, to are we trying to turn are we trying to turn liam into an engagement farmer well he's trying i'm gonna see him out there. i'm gonna do that for i'm I'm gonna fire on tiktok but i think i'm gonna make a video like basically how i won a million dollars um and it's kind how of about you make kind of gonna be like a youtube account first like just real baby steps <laughs> before we go with a multi this week Pete, this week strategy. it's happening <laughs> i promise right, that started two minutes ago. All right. Um, well, Peter, being late, sorry, everyone. It's caused us to not extend our full allotment of time. Apologies there. But if you will leave us any comments, hit the like button. Follow at Chess Liam on Twitter. And uh, Liam, this will not be the first time that, uh, that you're on the show. So Yeah, uh, I, I look forward to Well, it will be the back. first time, hopefully. but hopefully not the last. Thank you, Davis. Sorry, I was uh, in the middle of uh hiding pete's easter egg or Th thanks whatever. so much for having me hopefully i got better internet next time and uh yeah looking forward to doing more you know, let's it, see if we can adds... get you an ethernet cable yeah we'll uh we'll, well upgrade that chrome i need an ethernet port chrome. first yeah all right what what kind uh, of high performance laptop doesn't have an ethernet port dude i don't know it's some gaming dude, lots of people um I, I do remember, though, when Silva's like, I'm going to get I mean, he had made so much money the previous year from shows because he was on every single show. And I knew how much he was getting per show. And so he's like, I, I'm going to get a laptop to make sure and I, he got a, like, he got oh, a Chromebook cool. and he got a Chromebook. Pete doesn't even say goodbye anymore. Just hits the out button. He's got to go. He's got a haircut. He's got to. I'm telling you, Pete's changed a little bit. And uh, his, his story arc is is starting to uh, to turn. We'll see how it goes this season. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks to Chess, Liam, Liam Murphy. Hit the like button. <laughs> Smash. Good practice for your YouTube channel. Wait, wait, wait. Before exactly. we go, let, let's get him a little hype here for the like button. Yeah, okay. Where, where is this <laughs> app? Hit, like this. Hit that like button. Okay. Burr, burr, burr. Boom. Nailed it. All right. We'll see you guys next week here on the Swellcast on rotorgrinders.com. Peace. <laughs>